Hello and welcome to Connected episode 265. It's made possible by our sponsors, Squarespace, FreshBooks, and Hover. My name is Stephen Hackett and I am joined by Mr. Mike Hurley. Oh, hello. Hey, buddy. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. And we are also joined by Mr. Federico Fittici. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon. You, th- Hi. you think your power is going to stay on this time? Uh, it should. We, we don't have any, any new notice on our building, so it should stay on, yes. It is storming like crazy outside, so we'll see if my power stays up this time. Life is a roller coaster, gentlemen. We just got to ride it. Mm-hmm. A roller coaster of four-hour logic edits. Yes. That is a roller coaster. System overload. Disc too slow. Too slow. Low, 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 low. Just off the top, we should say that we're recording this a little early because Mike and I, as you're listening to this, are both on vacation. Vacation <laughs> <So> poorly planned. <laughs> if Phil Schiller has stabbed Tim Cook with a sword and on uh-huh. the top of the Apple Park campus, we'll talk about that next week. Is that really something that... Is that really a possibility? Is that I don't know. Mm. I want to say, never... if that happened, we would release an emergency episode and we'd just okay. use our phones. Because that would be okay. so incredible. How could we not talk about it? That's the only condition in which an emergency episode will be released, is if Phil Schiller swords, sword stabs, sure. runs that, Tim is, Cook is through that, of a sword. Is that a verb? Is that a verb? To, to, to sword swords. stab. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> It's the formal way of saying it. So anyway, so we're a few days early, so if there's some weirdness, that that's that's why. Uh, we have a little bit of follow-up, but we're super excited because we're going to talk about Mike's Samsung Galaxy Fold, but far more importantly, Apple has shown off new emoji, and Federica is going to guess the names. How dare you? How dare you? I, I, I will talk about it. I just don't care about your phone. I'm sorry. I care about you. But you could care about what I care about. I have given you hours on on Catalina. I don't care about Catalina. Yeah, but that's more related to your job than the Galaxy Fold is. You could care about your friend. You could care about your friend. The least you can do is care about your friend and co-founder. I care about my friend. Mm. Well, then you should support me. You should support me. In this difficult time of his purchasing decisions. Let's do some (laughs) follow-up first. I don't really have much to say about this, except that iPhone SE owners are the crankiest iPhone owners, but... There's this piece on 9to5Mac where uh, Ben Lovejoy basically complains that we shouldn't use the iPhone SE2 name because it's bigger than the iPhone that he loves. Like, okay, I really just want to make fun of iPhone SE owners that are cranky. That's all. Apple can call it whatever they want. I do have something I want to throw into the mix, though, with the naming of this phone. I don't think this is going to be the case, but what if they call it the iPhone 9? The name was never used. It is better than the 8, but not as good as the 11. They already used 10. 9's kind of just sitting there. iPhone 9. Sure. Heard it here first. Why not? I mean, why not? It's possible. And then they so. could update a few years later and call it the iPhone 9 too. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. 9 why 2. Not? Am I right? Or it could be like, like Porsche's, where it's just like the same numbers rearranged every time. So, like the new yeah. 911 is the 992. Just like keep remixing numbers that start with 9. So maybe we're looking at this, if your theory is correct, maybe we've been looking at this all wrong. It's not the uh, C2. It's what's going to take the place of the iPhone 8 in the lineup as the mm-hmm. more affordable phone. The iPhone 8C. would <laughs> be plastic. I'm just kidding. That's a bad idea. No, but I could see this, actually. The, the 9 is just there, unused. Yeah. Uh, Here's yeah, my feeling. I don't like the idea of SE2. I don't like the idea of 9, which means Apple will definitely choose one of them because I like none of their product names. <laughs> That's all I know. Is one of those mm-hmm. will be chosen because I don't like either of them. I think I want to make a stand on iPhone 9. I think that's going to be my... Okay. So, 
If I'm right, I'll win a trophy. We have some no. unexpected news. iPhone Texas Hold'em, which is a little background. This was an iPod game. I wrote about it on Mac Stories forever ago. And then it came to the App Store. Uh, and then it got updated for the 10th anniversary of the App Store, but exactly one year late because details are hard. It is back again. I'm just going to read this. Um, Texas Hold'em comes to the iPad. Enjoy it in full screen or play it while you do something else using split view or slide over. Like, what? Like, <laughs> this is the app of the year. I'm just going to call it. This will win awards. Uh, this is an amazing. Is it going to win the Mac Stories Select Award? Is that what you call it? This will be the Mac Stories Select's uh, yeah. best app update uh, of 2019. Texas Hold'em in Split View. Uh, excellent, really excellent update, right? I mean, we're all excited about this, right? So excited. That's why we're all so quiet, because we're so excited. We're just in disbelief. Just shock, um, really, more than anything else. I'm, I'm having a hard time keeping, uh, keeping my breath. You know, it's just sucked right out of me. I can't believe nobody's talking about this, honestly. Yeah, that is very mm. true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Um, because Apple came out with 13.2 beta 2 and it brought emoji, we will be breaking our promise for talking about Catalyst apps on this episode. And we'll probably talk about them next week, right? We are just like Catalyst apps themselves, not quite on time. Yeah, late and not fully featured. So we have work to do and it's going to take us a bit more time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Something else more important came along, just like Catalyst. <laughs> oh. this Really, emoji are the swift UI to this episode, if you think about it. Uh, I got charged for my iMac Pro. It's now preparing to ship. That's good. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's, what's going to happen? I have heard, I've had people, I've had very smart people uh, DMing me saying there is no chance that that thing doesn't have Catalyst on it. Um, we'll see about that. I think you mean Catalina. That's what I meant. But Catalyst 2 comes in Catalina. Sure. Why did they make the names so close? It's impossible. My brain can't discern between them. I found myself writing my review writing the wrong word more than once. So Catalysta. Does Google Docs include multi-window support? It doesn't as of the recording. Yes. Wait, what? Don't do that. Why does someone... <laughs> Why do I keep falling for Every this? time. You fall for it every time. And he gets you every single time. Because it could have happened. <laughs> No, <laughs> I did. I did. Do you know what? Even the Google Docs app did this to me. So Google Docs updated to support 13. And I was like, oh, brilliant. So I took a document, I dragged it, and the little plus icon came up. I was like, oh my God, another window. They just opened Safari. <laughs> and it's just like, oh man, why is everybody doing this to me? So, you know, we're still not there. Uh, we mentioned 13.2 Beta 2 has come out. Um, it brought with it new emoji, but some other things, some other cool features, uh, a couple of which you can now delete apps from a long press contextual menu, which is awesome. Yay. That they, That is that's one of those things where once you start using the operating system, you can see how that's needed. And you can also now change video uh, settings. So whether you want to be like 4K or 30 frames a second, 60 frames a second, all that kind of stuff, you can change those now within the camera app itself. Which is a, which is more needed now than before because it it actually changes the lenses that you can use, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it it's definitely now a much more needed thing rather than just something that maybe certain people needed because they were like 
video professionals or whatever. You know, um, you know what that reminds me of? Do you remember, I mean, this was years ago, probably even before we started recording together. There was a movement where people said settings should be in the settings app. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yes. iPhone developers, you know, people. I mean, it's still today, people sometimes put settings in their app and sometimes some things are in i think most of the time people put settings in their apps right but then there are sometimes settings in the settings app as well which is weird right but it's really changed now where i think the settings app is mostly like system settings anyways it was a big movement yeah i mean years ago no all your settings should be in the settings app and it was a bad movement and they lost history will forget them i think that it is right to put app settings inside of the app because mm-hmm. I want to change the setting when I'm in the app. I don't want to then leave the app, go to settings. That breaks the yeah. brain. And then if it's not what you wanted, you have to go back, right? Like, And with the camera app, yeah. it was so bad because sometimes you need to change a setting very quickly if you wanted to capture something. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, and the camera settings were pretty far down in the list in the settings app. And there were so many of them, like by the time you figured out what you wanted to do, like, your shot was long gone. And so I'm glad that this is here. This is a really good move. Yeah. It's not the... Uh, so in beta 2, the, there's basically no UI to do this. Um, you really just tap on the uh, frame rate and video quality and you toggle between formats or uh, frame rates. It's not ideal. There's no menu. There's no interface. But it's something. Um, it's just a bit unfinished for now. But it does the job. I mean, you can tap on it. I wonder how many people will discover it. Maybe that's the point. Maybe only professionals need it. And those people will know that they can tap on it now. Uh, could be nicer. Could be a bit better. But it does the job, I guess. And also, you know, you've probably seen a lot of headlines that there are 200 new emoji in 13.2 beta 2. That is both like, that's like technic. It's only technically true. So there is only about, around 50 to 60 brand new emoji okay so don't worry federico we're not gonna be here for hours uh there's a large selection of emoji that are uh gender neutral versions so like you could have like there's been like male vampire female vampire there is now like a, a gender neutral vampire so they've added some of those so they're not like technically new they're just variations the rest are combinations of uh, people. So if you have uh, emoji where there are multiple people, Apple has now created a great piece of UI to allow you to select between different races and genders within the emoji picker. So you press down and you get this little tool to build a pair or to build like a group. So that's some of the new emojis or selections, but I wanted to just point out that Apple has built uh, this new UI to allow you to do it, which is uh, it's like a, it's just like a really nice piece of uh, design. Uh, I'll include a link in the show notes to Jeremy Birch who's showing it off. Me and Jeremy had, had often had conversations about this of like, how are they going to implement this when uh, this came out? And Apple has done what was expected, which is to build something within the emoji picker uh, to do that. So that is 13.2 beta 2. Oh, except for the fact that it broke everybody's iPads. Uh, yes. You know, I got a bunch of replies last night on Twitter of, very kind people saying, well, actually, your iPad is not bricked if you can restore it. And I want to thank all those people for very so helpfully correcting me uh, <laughs> about the meaning of what it means to brick something. Practically speaking, if I have an iPad that is stuck at the installation progress with a completed progress bar that does nothing, it just shows me the Apple logo, 
that's what I would call a bricked iPad, but I'm sorry. No, there's, there's possibly no way I could understand what you were saying, Federico, I'm afraid. There's no way. I'm sorry. You'll have to find a different way to explain it. You know, I blame it on my Italian origins, you know, my, my English. <laughs> I am not a native English speaker, as you I am, say. I am, not, I am not American. I am so... I'm doing the best of my second language. I'm doing my best and I got this verb wrong. I'm so sorry all, to all those <laughs> software engineers on Twitter. My bad. I'm sorry. I didn't go to MIT. I'm so sorry. It's you. That I got it wrong. Mm-hmm. That I got it wrong. Uh, anyways, I'm now running an iPad Pro. As a clean install, because why not? I mean, I needed to, I needed to uh, do. Hey, the, at least you got rid of all the cruft, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> did I? Who knows, man? Nobody <laughs> because knows. it sure feels snappier, as the meme goes. But um, you know, I got I got these notes on my iPad Pro, and they're not syncing mm. <laughs> to other devices. Um, I'm just. I, it does feel oh, so it's like getting s- worse then your your note syncing problem. So let me let me see. Um, because I I saved five notes this morning on my iPad Pro. It says that it's syncing. I see the spinner icon spinning on the iPad, but those notes are not on my phone. Are not on iCloud.com. They're just on my iPad, and mm. uh, and this is a clean install. Of 13.2 beta 2. So if I were, again, I'm not a software engineer and I apologize, but um, it does feel like something is deeply wrong in my iCloud account when it comes to this particular device, the iPad Pro, no matter if it's uh, an old version of iOS or a clean install of iOS, the notes just get stuck most of the time. Uh, but then again, I'm not a software engineer, so who knows? Uh, you, you, know. you need some sort of like iCloud plunger. Like really shove it through there. Yeah, something is stuck. You just you something's it's probably some kind of base sixty four encoded Apple note. Again? Just, oh my god. It's just stuck it's in there. One hundred percent that. My notes app has three hundred and sixty nine notes. Those would nice. be three hundred and eighty four on the iPad Pro because it's That's got five good. more five more that are not syncing. You have uh, less notes than me. Mine's like four hundred and something. I'm at 500. None of them are base 64 stuff. No, but you got it all up in your iCloud somewhere, man. Something's stuck. It's choking on something. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody will... Eventually, somebody will look at this and, uh, you know, maybe they will reset iCloud for me. I don't know. File radar. Sure. All right. So we are going to get into second annual emoji naming contest. It feels like but so first, long since we did this. I'm very excited. Uh, me too. But first, I'm going to tell you about our first sponsor, which I'm also excited about, because this episode of Connected is brought to you by Squarespace. Make your next move with Squarespace. It lets you easily create a website for your next idea, complete with a unique domain name, award-winning templates, and more. Th- when thinking about your next project, my guess is, is that it's complicated. It's got a lot of moving parts. Maybe you need an online store and a portfolio, or maybe you need a blog or a podcast. Well, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform lets you do all of that stuff all on one website, and you don't have to become some sort of server admin to do this because there's no software to install. There's no patches to worry about. You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff because Squarespace has got it covered. If you have questions, they have award-winning 24-7 customer support. They allow you to quickly and easily search for and grab a unique domain name and pair it with your website. 
And they have a great selection of award-winning templates that are all beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. I'm in the middle of building a Squarespace site for somebody, and they wanted to do a video, like in a banner, like at the top of the page. And I've done that in other systems, and it's complicated most of the time. You have to have all these weird formats and like upload these files. With Squarespace and the themes that support it, you just paste in a YouTube or a Vimeo URL, and it just does it. I don't have to worry about coding it. I don't have to worry about what it does responsively because the themes take care of all that. That's that's something that could be a lot of work on another platform, but Squarespace is just copy and paste. Their plans start at just $12 a month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com slash connected. When you decide to sign up, use the offer code connected to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and to show your support for the show. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash connected and the code connected to get 10% off your first purchase. I'd like to thank Squarespace for the support of the show and all of Relay FM. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. Shall I establish some of the parameters for the emoji name guessing? I feel like we also need a, a this needs a name, like this process needs a name that we have yet to nail down. Yes. Um, but th- where the game where Federico tries to guess the emoji names. I got the name. I got it. Okay. What's the name? We have the Rickies for our picks. This is the Jeremy's. (laughs) 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 All right. The second annual Jeremy's. uh, This is where (laughs) Federico tries to guess. So good, Stephen. That's maybe the best thing you've ever done. That's perfect. Uh, So we have that now. This is where Federico attempts to guess the name of the new emoji that uh, a part of the emoji 12.0. Uh, Unicode standard, um, but that we have some parameters this time. We're not going to have Federico guess all of the emoji names. There's some stuff that's kind of pointless, like they've added some different colors of squares and hearts. It's sure. okay. it's not necessary. Um, as well as, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, the additions of gender neutral uh, emoji for existing emoji characters. We're not going to be including those. Um, and also, I have uh, been conferring with the namesake of the Jeremy's, Mr. Jeremy Burge, about the na- the exact naming that we will have Federico guessing against. Because if you may remember from last time, there's two types of names. There is an emoji short name and an emoji uh-huh. long name. Okay. Uh, Jeremy told me that the Unicode Consortium, I'm going to assume because of this game, uh, decided to basically unify this in, for, in most Perfect. instances, where the short name is now basically the only name unless a descriptor is needed. But we're also not going to have uh, Federico guess all of the various multiples that there are for some of these, uh, like skin tone colors and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll be going with like a top level one um, and going from there. But that And so that kind of leaves us with, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, what's eight times six? 48. We're guessing 48 emoji in total. Okay. That's what it's left us with. Uh, and I will be keeping score of how many he gets right versus how many he gets incorrect and we'll just judge and how are we judging correct and incorrect i think we know it when we see it i think if right. you know i think you what, and I can what what's in it for me um, besides glory glory mostly just glory just glory okay okay cool because we've yet to kind of establish maybe a grading mm-hmm. you know like of how many of the total percentage you get mm-hmm. correct we haven't worked that out yeah. yet so let's see where we go this year it's a process I mean, th- we, it's, unfortunately we only get to do this one once a year but we've established a name so we've done that work at least 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to retire until uh, next fall. I think, I think I've done my work for the year. Yeah, you're good now. You really, you've really you made your number one contribution. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right, so I clicked on the link that you shared. I'm now looking From at, the Emojipedia blog. I'm looking at a grid of emoji mm-hmm. here. We're going to start, Federico, We're obviously, as you would, top left and going across the rows from left to right. And, and, and we should say, if you're playing along at home, you can check out the link. It's also the chapter art for this chapter. And so if you're an Evercast or you know, a modern podcast client that supports that sort of thing, you can see them as we go. But you, you should, uh, this is a thing where you should look at them because it is, uh, it's a lot funnier if you know what it is and Federico doesn't. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and I should say that uh, uh, I have not, uh, so Max Stories has published news about Emoji in 2019. I have not looked at any of those posts. <laughs> John and Ryan handle those for me. Mm-hmm. I have not looked. This is the first time that I'm looking in detail at the complete overview of new emoji in 2019. I've only seen a few in passing on Twitter as individual images. I have n- I, This is the first time that I'm closely inspecting them. All right, stop stalling and get to guessing. All right. Uh, well, we'll begin with a very... Uh, <laughs> um, this is going to be a very contentious one. Um, so first up, I mean, right away, this is an emoji used to shame men. I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This emoji, actually, when it was first proposed, uh, got traction for that exact reason. Yes. Um, So... Either 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 that or or it could be it could be an emoji to measure a thickness of like hey the new iPhone is is thinner than before and you would say like how thinner and you would be this thinner. Is that your full name of the emoji? Is that what <laughs> no, you? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I would I say almost, I don't know when you're making your guesses. Okay, my guess, my guess, my for guess this is emoji, this emoji is the emoji for <laughs> guessing how thick your phone is. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, hand measuring object. That is so wrong, my friend. <laughs> pinching hand. That is what? the name of this emoji. Yeah, if you yeah, pinch something. Pinching? Yeah, yeah, it's pinching? a pinching action before the pinch you don't has pinch been completed. Like that? That's no way to pinch. How do you pinch? You're measuring you know something. I don't want to know, actually. I don't. <laughs> I retract my question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously uh, it's a face yawning. Uh, so, so either the name would be well, the obvious one usually is not correct, but the creative one could be a bridge too far. So the creative option would be I'm bored, like the name of the emoji would be I'm bored. Mm. I feel like you have played this game before, but you haven't played this game before. Is that right? Okay. All right. So I'm going with the obvious option of. Yawning face. You got that one hundred percent correct. Nice. Oh, we have a bell. There's oh a my bell. god. Oh my Very god. Very nice. Oh my god. So okay. So next one. Uh, third emoji. Uh, there's an ear with. Um, that's like uh, one of those devices that that um, that help people. The one that sort of. I think. I believe my. Yeah. You see, this was interesting to me. I, just as you started saying, I was like, does Federico know the term in English for this device? Mm. Well, we're getting ready to find out. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you didn't say it, right? You were just like, so I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. There's a, there's a, there's a word that I've seen before, but I'm not sure if, if it's, if that word is 
what I'm looking at right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure how to pronounce it because yeah. I've only seen it printed as text. Mm-hmm. The cochlear implant. I'm not going to tell you one way or another. I can't say. I can't say. Is that? Is it, but is that how you say it? Co- cochlear or cochlear? There is indeed a thing called a cochlear implant. Yes. Okay. So either that or... So either is cochlear implant or... Oh, what's the name? Uh, we 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 published something on Mac Stories about this. Like the the there's MI5 devices that work like this um, mm-hmm. that that help you hear uh, better, and they work with the iPhone. Um, yeah, I'm not, hmm. but this is not a cochlear implant, or is it? <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, so you guys are obviously not helping. So I'm going with. No, of course, we're not helping. Well, this is just cruel. Um, I'm going with cochlear, cochlear implant. Okay. This is ear with hearing aid? Hearing aid. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, my God. Cochlear implant's like a totally different thing. I think it's where it's connected to the brain. Is that right, Stephen? It's like it's like under the scalp, yeah. yeah. So oh. you're in the ballpark, but I, I think you're incorrect. Yeah, hearing you are aid. incorrect. Yeah. Hearing aid is, is mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Yeah, you're right, though. There are, there are hearing aids that work with iPhones. If my dad has a set, and it's... Mm-hmm. It's actually wild. Like he can change like how they work and the volume and everything right from his phone. It's cool. So the the, the fourth one is uh, this is obviously an Italian robot. <laughs> There's a robot doing a gesture <laughs> with its hands. It's like, hey, what are you talking about? You're talking to this me? This is a robotic arm <laughs> cut off in traffic in Rome. That's the full name yeah. of this movie. It's like, hey, what you doing? With an Italian wow. accent. Um, wow. This is Italian robot. Is that really what you're going with? I just want to double check this before you're going with Italian robot. Well, I mean, why else would you do that gesture? It's like, okay. the, it's like it, the, yes, I'm going with Italian robot because that's that's what an Italian robot would do. Okay, this is mechanical arm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, but what? here's the thing, though, Federico. Have you ever <laughs> Me- looked at the emoji keyboard before and seen what is already the arm in that looks exactly like this one? Yeah, it's like the flex muscle arm. Yeah, but, you mean but, Italian but arm? CGP Grey style. Oh, Italian arm. Okay. This is this is a this is a robotic hand doing the uh, commonly accepted Italian gesture. That is so, this gesture, you know, with with your fingers all together, it, it's it's so flexible. It can be used for anything. Well, and, once uh, again, you have uh, identified a secondary use for the emoji, but its primary use, which is what you're trying to guess, what's is the name again? Mechanical me- me- arm. Mechanical arm. Yeah. All right. Well. Well. Okay. So because I'm looking for points, the next one is going to be mechanical leg. That is correct. Hey. Nice. Okay. Uh, okay. So. Hmm. Next one. This is a swimsuit, um, and it's. What's how would you classify this color? Blue, light blue, greenish. Sure, uh, somewhere in there. Aquamarine is that mm. even a name? <laughs> <laughs> so I could go with. Would aquamarine. you believe it? This is in fact called. Aqu- no, it's not called aquamarine swimsuit. But oh, we can I wish. was gonna say aquamarine swimsuit. Uh, that was gonna be my pick, but thank you, Mike. Uh, so, see, that's where I'm torn because. I'm looking at three emoji in the in this first row, and mm-hmm. there's this aquamarine swimsuit. There's a orange. We're gonna talk about this. There's orange shorts, and there's another. Ostensibly, it looks like a like a man sw- swimsuit, uh, 
I'm not sure what I'm looking at the last one. Yeah, it could be. Hmm. But what's the last one then? Well, okay, exactly. swimsuit. Swimsuit. You it's swimsuit. Incorrect. No! Why? It is one-piece swimsuit. One-piece? Yes. Yeah, versus like two-piece, like a, something like a bikini. Yep. One-piece, two-piece. No, but nobody calls it a two-piece swimsuit. Yes, they do. Yes, yeah, they, they do. They, they, call it, they call it. No, everybody calls it a bikini. No, they don't, Federico. What? Yes, we do in Italy. We do. It's a bikini. Don't, it's not don't. a look, two-piece look. swimsuit. Hey, Who says hey, that? Look. This was not created by an Italian board of people, so your standards do not apply here, my friend. Literally not nobody all... says, oh, I'm going to the beach with a two-piece swimsuit. Yes, they do. They 100% What are you, do. a dictionary? That's not how people I, talk. Okay, so I'm not 100% <laughs> sure of this, but I'm going to say it anyway because I think it's true. I do not believe all two pieces are bikinis and all bikinis. Like, that's not the same thing. But anyway. Well, that is also factually untrue. Uh, anyway, what's what's the uh, what's the best this? way for people to send you feedback on this uh, episode? <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> so I'm never gonna see it. Uh, what's this one piece swimsuit? Yes, one piece swimsuit. Okay. Okay. So moving on. Um, these are o- orange shorts, right? It, uh, mm-hmm. Looks like what I use to to work out. Um, yep. That is what they are. Yes. Um. Uh, so it doesn't make sense to say one piece shorts because they are always well one piece. <sighs> so either it's just short. I think it's shorts. Correct. Yes. Okay. So the last one. See, I'm really torn on this one. I think you're going to struggle with this. These uh, again, ostensibly they look like pants. You mean underwear pants? Yes, yeah. but yeah. they are they are green. Mm-hmm. Um, the color has not served you well so far. Remember the color. The color has not served me well so far. Unless <laughs> they have a peculiar shape. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm really, I'm really not sure what to say because I don't see Apple calling them well mm, underwear. But why make them green? It looks like it looks like a it looks like a smaller swimsuit. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I will go I will go with with um underwear pants. This is incorrect. These are called briefs. Briefs. Yeah. Uh, that's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. That's cuz briefs is a good word to get around calling them anything else, right? Yeah. Right? Cuz right. cuz you can't call them pants cuz that doesn't make sense in some parts of the world. Underwear might say too much cuz it's not technically underwear cuz it could also be like trunks, right? Like swimming trunks. So they went with briefs. Briefs is the word. Okay. So that is the top line. Uh, Stephen, how many did we get from the top line correct? We have three correct and five incorrect. Woo, Federico. It's a good track record. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 I'm rocking it so far. Uh, second row. Oh, so this, again, it. yes, I am. Uh, so second row, v- again, very obviously, this is the Italian gesture for yummy. Mm. Um, is it? It is like touching your cheek with your index finger, like huh. yummy. That's delicious. Yummy. Uh, what are the lines? Is that pasta flying at you? See, that's <laughs> <laughs> that. That to me could indi- could easily indicate the moving Linguini. of the hand. This is the uh-huh. moving of the like. Say, yeah, this is yummy. Uh, so it's it's a uh, mm, y- um, woman doing the yummy face. What do you think the answer is to that? <laughs> do, you, do you think you got that okay. one? Okay. No, okay. Do I have a second chance? No. Sure. 
No, because he gets another <laughs> go with the next one. It's the exact same thing. We can't, okay. right? Like he's if that that is incorrect. Okay, okay. So that's wrong. I'm putting down a mark in the wrong column. Now, do I want to give him what the actual correct answer was? I guess so, right? Can't break from can tradition. I, well, there's, a, there's another one. There's another one that I can guess. All right, you want another go rather than me telling yeah. you what it's called? All right, Don't go tell me. So go for the next one. So if it's not somebody pointing at their cheek because they are appreciating the food, it, mm-hmm. it might as well... The squid ain't linguine. That's next. Yes, time. might as well be somebody... Well, see, they're pointing at the, at the cheek, not the ear, but the lines could indicate hearing. So, I don't know. Uh, something with deaf, d- deaf man. Correct. I I have... That is really? deaf man. Yeah. Oh. No, I don't know, and I don't know if I'm sure we can find this out. This might be like the American Sign Language term for deaf, mm-hmm. right? Is what they're showing as opposed to pointing at the ear. I don't know. I would assume that's the case. It is. Okay. It is the deaf uh, ASL sign. There you go. Uh, and I would have uh, my my recommendation to you, Federico, is just to pay attention to the context in which these emoji are shown, okay. which could have helped you a little bit more than woman doing the yummy face. <laughs> but you do your thing, man. Do you want to go for the next one? <laughs> yes, this is uh, okay. So okay, so you're suggesting that I go uh, very very um, you know easy here okay so this is a woman with a, and, uh, and my a, next a, piece of advice to you will just be again to look at the row right to think about the wording you might need here yes this is like an accessibility row no a, but like accessi- look at what the n- next set of emoji have got and consider what the naming for this could be because it might not be as simple as you think it's gonna be i don't i don't know what you mean because i'm looking for specificity with these four that's a lot of help well, maybe a lot of help, but I got I, I I'm not following at all. All right, so cool. This is called deaf man, and the previous one was called deaf woman. Yep. Okay, so the next one we're looking at a woman. Uh-huh. Uh, she got the same purple T-shirt as deaf woman um, on a wheelchair. So mm. well, that okay. So that's a wheelchair, but how do you call the neck the next one? Like like a like an automatic wheelchair because we have a we have a wheelchair and then we have another wheelchair but like the one with the with the con- with more wheels and the control like there's a joystick in mm-hmm. that one and it looks like one of those wheelchairs that you don't need to push manually but they have controls they go mm-hmm. like electric it could be called electric wheelchair it could be so um all right, I'm going with woman on wheelchair. That is incorrect. What? How? How is it incorrect? Y- you are thinking in the right direction. Yes. But you're not quite there. But you haven't gone. I told you I was looking for specificity. That is not called a wheelchair? I'm not. That's not what I said. Woman on mechanical wheelchair. No. All right, so hold on a second here. You don't get a woman second. Woman on manual Federico, wheelchair. Federico. 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 Oh, no, Stephen rescinds the bell. Manual. He doesn't get multiple <laughs> guesses. So, woman. Well, he can apply that one to the man in manual wheelchair. We'll give him one right and one wrong. But that's what I want to hear him say. Thank you, Stephen. I love you. I always have. I gave him one right and one wrong. All right. So that is woman in manual wheelchair and man in manual wheelchair. Okay. Then the next ones. So if it's ma- so if this one is called manual. Mm-hmm. The next one, uh, I said electric, but it could be automatic because it's the opposite of manual. But is automatic wheelchair a thing or is electric wheelchair? I'm going with woman in automatic wheelchair. Incorrect. (sighs) 
what was it? I'm not telling you because the next one. <laughs> Choose a different adjective. <laughs> Man, see, but ele- electric wheelchair, it sounds horrible. Like it sounds like the electric chair. Like I yeah. don't mm. like it. Yeah, it doesn't I- sound right. But Le, why don't you consider that you may not have the answer in that then? Right? Oh, you mean it's not called a wheelchair at all? No, that's not what I'm saying. You're you're you know, you're fixating on the wrong word. <laughs> you are you are a man of many implications. You don't talk clearly to me. No, I'm not talking because if I talk clearly to you, I give you the answers. Man in electric wheelchair. Incorrect. Really? Um, come on. This is What's woman in motorized wheelchair. Motorized. And man in motorized wheelchair motorized all right well so then the the next two i gotta be honest first reaction before i looked at the you know this accessibility row they looked like those people that go by the trevi fountain in rome and they pick up coins from the fountain oh like a metal detector because they have a metal stick with a magnet and they steal Mm -hmm. coins again i think you found a very good legitimate second use for that emoji it's a very specific second use but hey look there's going to be a community of people that's going to be real big for that you know like the 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 metal collecting community they're going to go crazy for this I think if you co-opt an accessibility emoji for your subculture, like maybe just think about the kind of person you want to be. It's not that co-opting. Seems a bad thing to do. <laughs> borrowing. I don't know. So obviously this is not woman stealing coins. Um. Although that would be <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> this is this is a this is a blind person with a walking stick. But is it called a walking stick, or is my English bad because I'm a poor boy from Italy and English is my second language? Oh God! Um, <laughs> in in, in, in uh, hindsight, you were the best person to play this game because we you, we can always <laughs> lean on that. Like, how could he have known? Sure. Yeah, and I could play my accent like, oh, I'm just a poor boy from Italy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dollar pizza. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know all the emoji. Huh? <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> woman with walking. No. Hmm. Or is it a or blind woman with walking stick? Or, yeah. Hmm. But they don't have to be necessarily like blind to have a walking stick, or do they? They could be partially blind. They could be legally blind and have a walking stick. That's true. Hmm. Well, I'm going with woman with walking stick. That is incorrect. Is it because it lacks blind or because it's not called a walking stick? You have another shot. <sighs> blind man with walking stick. That is also incorrect. <laughs> oh my god. What's it called? Woman with probing cane. A man with probing cane. Because the stick does not help them walk. Well, that's what you that's what you think. Maybe it does. Okay, it assists them in moving, but a walking stick is used for somebody who has a poor use of a leg, right? A, a probing cane right. helps them. It's like an outdoor cane, an off-road cane. <laughs> Maybe if you would have gone with that. All right, so we're two lines okay. down. What is the score now? <laughs> we have five right and 11 wrong. Well, that's going well, going really well so far. Okay. okay. Uh, th- third. I-, I will say, I think they're going to get easier for a minute, and then they're going to get hard again. This is your row to win. I think, really, honestly, I'm just going to make a prediction. I'm going to say, Federico, out of this line of eight, 
I think he's going to get two. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. You know, I believe in my friend. Thank you, Stephen. I always loved you. Um, well, how many do you think he's going to get then? More than two. That's not believing in him. Come on, give me a number. It's, it's very politically correct. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say he's going to get five. <laughs> Three. Okay, I, don't, I don't like I don't like this speculation right. on my performance. Um, okay. Yeah, we have a side bet going. There's a lot of money right in this one. This one. I've seen this animal before. Mm-hmm. So we're now doing animals. This is this looks like a, a, a long... Well, are we? Look at the line. Are we doing just animals? <laughs> well, there's a bunch of animals here. What's that last animal? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, so this is... Geo uh, dude. At, at first glance, this is like a, a long-legged pink chicken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling oh. now, Stephen? How's your side back going? Or <laughs> pink tall bird uh-huh. could also be an option. Could be, yep. Mm-hmm. I think I know what this animal is called. Okay. Like for real. Okay. This is a flamingo. Correct. Ooh. Oh, it does look like a tall pink chicken though. Just for uh, the sake of transparency, that is one of the two that I think he's going to get correct. Now, we have two dogs. As we all know, all dogs are good dogs. Um, Mm -hmm. These dogs are doing something. (laughs) These dogs. So, uh, first reaction, got to be honest, I would say good dog number one and good dog number two. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling it may be wrong. So, so let's let's think outside the box. The first dog is... I've seen that instrument... To walk dogs before it looks like a looks like a guide dog for blind people so the first one and i'm not this is not my final my don't, don't count it as my final answer this could be a guide dog and then and if this one if the first one if the if the yellowish brownish one is guide dog the next one as a, a red um chest thing or shoulder thing yeah like a little doggy backpack it looks like a a a like one of those um things to swim like for dogs to swim like for like lifeguard dogs mm-hmm. but why is the lifeguard dog on a leash that's a good point lifeguard dog shouldn't be on a leash maybe it's not a leash it's blue maybe it's a wave you know no it's not a wave lifeguard dog is supposed to run free at the beach and save people Right, you know, right. but you, having a lifeguard dog on a leash defeats the whole purpose of having a lifeguard dog. Exactly, um, we all know that. So let's 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 do let's let's move in steps. Guide dog. Correct. I did not think you were going to get Ooh. that one. Yeah, yeah, because that's because you think I'm stupid, and I'm I'm only partially stupid. Um, what's the the second dog doing? Hmm. What's that? Guide dog? Like, what kinds of people use dogs for, like, functions besides, you know, having them as friends? So you either walk with a dog and it's a guide dog or it's a lifeguard dog. Or it could be a dog. Lifeguard, do- lifeguard dog sounds like a show, like a kid <laughs> show that my kids yes. would watch. Maybe, maybe, maybe the dog, maybe the dog is w- walking by the side of somebody on a wheelchair. What would you call that dog? Wheelchair dog? I don't know. Uh, uh, d- Gotta rush you. Okay, dog, uh, dog with a backpack. Incorrect. 
This is a service dog. Service dog? Yeah. Oh, poor dog. Why uh, poor dog? The dog's got yes. a job. It's the best thing for a dog. Uh, Give it a job. Like, yeah, he's helping like people. Service dog. It makes it sound like you're taking advantage of the dog. No, the dog's helping people. Is the dog happy to do that? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're trying to do it. Okay, Doesn't mean good. they're happy to oh. do it. <laughs> but they have to be happy. Uh, well, I can't. I can't vouch for that. Okay. This dog looks um, pretty happy though. The one in the emoji. Okay. Good. 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 The tails up. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a good. It's honestly backpack dog would have been well. Anyway, the next one. I'm gonna surprise you, Mike. This mm-hmm. is a sloth. Mike loses the side bet already. And I knew it. And I knew it because. What's the name of the actress that plays? Um, oh yeah, you know uh, what's what's? Yeah, there's an actress who's super into them, super right? Afraid of them. Um, come on, Veronica actress. Mars. Um, and and the good place. Sloth. Come on, Kristen Bell. Uh, yes, I'm gonna put this. There's a YouTube link. I'm gonna put it in the show notes. <laughs> Kristen Bell's sloth meltdown. I don't know if she's still together with Dax Shepard. Yes, so Dax Shepard. Maybe they're still together. Maybe they're still partners. Oh, okay. Never mind. He pulled a prank on her a few years ago, and like, if I remember correctly, she was stuck in a room with a sloth, and it was really something. It was really, really fun video, and that's when oh I God. learned the word sloth. Um, they are they are incredibly creepy animals uh, that exist for no apparent reason. She um, is freaking out. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Next one. Wow. This is a type of monkey. But my vocabulary here is spotty. <clears throat> could be a gorilla. I don't think it's a gorilla. Or it could be a baby gorilla. Or it could be a chimp. And I think the, the full name of the chimp is the chimpanzee, maybe, in English. Mm-hmm. It's not a baboon. You can't just keep listing monkey types. You've got to pick one. <laughs> I mean, he can. No. It's not It's not a baboon. It's not a capuchin monkey. See, I, I am quite knowledgeable about monkeys, you know? Well, we'll uh, find out, <laughs> won't we? It's a chimpanzee. Incorrect. Come on. What's uh, what? It's an orangutan. An orangutan. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They're orange. So this, the next, orange. The, next, uh, the next beast. This is an emoji that's going to be getting... A lot of use. It's, it's in, taking a bath. Taking a bath. And is this animal holding like a phone or a, or a soap in mm-hmm. between his hands? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that, a, is that a sponge? It looks like a palm is tree. It, <laughs> it's like in? one of those old apple mice with the round one. Mm-hmm. What? What is it? Uh, so anyway, yeah. this is some kind of... Yeah. This is some kind of... He's a big this iMac is a G3 fan. big lake rat. Um... Wow. Is that what you're going with? Big no. leg rat? <laughs> Is that your answer? Well, I, I don't know I don't know what else how else to describe it. It's um it's not a bear. It's not a dog, it's not a cat. L- looks like a brown rat taking a bath. Big lake rat. That is incorrect, my friend. This is an otter. What? What is it? An otter. What kind of animal is it? Otter. It's like a big lake rat. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a bath. 
It's it's like is that the animal that chews on wood? No, that's a beaver. Uh, they eat. They bust up clams. Yeah. I think that's what he's holding. What 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 is it? So he, so he, so here's the deal, Federico. I don't. Is this an American you, animal? No, I, I don't get it. They are in America, but it's not an American. No, it's in the UK too. I have never seen this animal in, in real life. Here's the deal: you have to get the next two right for me to beat Mike. I have, uh... No pressure, but our friendship depends on it. Okay, so the next one is another type of rat that yeah, um, it is yeah. Oh God, produces a very smelly gas. Mm-hmm. Smelly gas rat. It's a sk- <laughs> you, you nailed it. It's, it's a it's a rat that had too much chili last night. Um, yeah. This is this wow. is a skunk. You're correct. That is in fact a skunk. yes. Okay, so you got to get so, this one right. To, to win the mini game for Steven. <laughs> of course, it's a space one. Yeah, and I am okay. very confident. Okay, so I do. I have a lot of things to say about this after you name yeah, it. I'm sure you do. I'm also quite knowledgeable about space. Yes. Um, mostly by listening to Steven. And all the wars. Uh, that you've involved, you know, all the SARS wars and stuff that you've all the all the Star Wars uh, content that <laughs> that, I'm, that I follow. So the, okay, so this mm-hmm. is a planet, right? And this is Saturn. Uh, but here's my question, though: Would Apple do an emoji just for Saturn? Mm. But that's what this is, though, isn't it? So we have emoji for this is maybe a. Nah. Well, Shush you. Mm. quiet you, mm. quiet. You're leading him on just as much as I am. No, I am the I am the quiz master, but I'm keeping score. We're equals. This is a representation of a planet with rings around it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's the emoji name? Apple has. Uh, I struggled. I struggled to imagine that Apple would call an emoji just Saturn, planet with rings. No, yes! no, you can't <laughs> give him that. No, you can't yeah. give him that. Why You're not? just giving him that because you got money riding on it. This is ringed planet. It's the same thing. Yeah, okay. Ringed planet. A planet with rings. I mean, come on. I'm marking it as correct. Yeah, you can take it. It's fine. I want to complain about this emoji. So, uh, A, thank you for proving me right with five. I always believed in you except for a he second when I didn't. didn't believe you that. at all. As soon as, you, <laughs> as soon as orangutan was wrong, he stopped believing in you. Yeah. I was worried about orangutan. So the problem with this is, you were right. This is Saturn. Mostly the middle of it kind of looks like Jupiter more than Saturn, but Saturn is not at a 45 degree angle. Like Saturn is straight across. And so they've done like generic planet. What I want, Jeremy, is an emoji for each planet. So get on it, Unicode. Why did they pick just ringed planet? I mean, if you think about planet, like this is very planet-like, but they like merged. Yeah, this is actually, you know what? No, I reckon this is how it happened. If they wanted a planet like emoji, this is... Aside from the Earth, this style is like uncharacteristically a space thing, right? Like anything else, you could be like, is that a bowling ball? Right. Right. But like, no, this one. Right. Mars looks like a red circle, right? Like, yes. So you were right. This is the most planety planet of all the planets. Can we get a score update halfway through? Oh, yes. Uh, I won the side bet, most importantly. 10 correct, 14 incorrect. You're, you're pulling it back. You're pulling it back. Yeah, I told you. I'm still. I. You did very well. Not very in this confident row. in the next row, though. I'm just gonna say, we'll Federico. See. We'll see. We'll see. You're underestimating my my. Yep. My poor boys Italian. Or, or just estimating. Could just be estimating. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. 
if you're a freelancer and I walked up to you on the street, I said, hey, do you want to save 192 hours? You would be excited. You may try to give me a hug. I'll be, I'll be slightly concerned at first until you explained it, it to me. It would be a weird way to start a conversation, but... Our friends at FreshBooks can help you do that with their super simple cloud accounting software. By simplifying tasks like invoicing, tracking expenses, and getting paid online, FreshBooks can drastically reduce the time it takes you to deal with your paperwork. In fact, they've saved that time for 10 million people, including me and Mike. FreshBooks automates late payment email reminders. So if you send an invoice to somebody and they don't pay, it can just automatically send them a reminder so you don't have to like put it in your calendar or in whatever task manager you're using that week. Uh, FreshBooks can just take care of it for you. And when an email goes out to a client and they see that invoice, FreshBooks will tell you when they opened it, when they saw it, which puts an end to awkward guessing games. If you're listening to this and not using FreshBooks yet, now is the time to try it. I've used it for Relay since day one, tracking our invoices and expenses. I'm in it every day, honestly, every day. FreshBooks is offering an unrestricted 30-day free trial for listeners of the show with no credit card required. All you have to do is go to freshbooks.com slash connected and enter the code connected in the how did you hear about us section. We thank FreshBooks for their support of this show and Relay FM. I'm going to surprise you, Mike. Yeah. Oyster. Correct. Onion. Yes. Garlic. Correct. Waffles. Yep. Kiwi meatballs. Incorrect! (laughs) (laughs) What is this? I've been looking at this emoji for like two hours. I have (laughs) Kiwi. I have no idea what I'm looking at. It's green. (laughs) Uh, So, it's got brown skin. Yeah. It's green inside. Uh-huh. There's some. There's some. It's like it's like rotten <laughs> meatballs. <laughs> some, it looks like a kiwi, like you know the fruit. Uh, but there's here's my thing. There's like some kind of leaf, green leaves, the sides, and some kind of nondescript sauce at the bottom. So it looks like some kind of meatballs. Mm-hmm. Falafel. What? Falafel. Is that a word? No, I'm just making a sound. Of course, it's a word. Ate <laughs> <laughs> a food. Falafel? Falafel. Falafel is a deep-fried ball or a flat or donut-shaped patty made from ground chickpeas, fava beans, or both. Herbs, spices, and onion relatives are commonly added to the dough. It is a very famous Middle Eastern dish that most likely originated in Egypt, thanks to Wikipedia. Cool. Okay. I've learned a new new word today. Um, Mm -hmm. Next one. Mm -hmm. This is a big piece of butter. Is that the name? Big, big No, big it's not the name. You're being trigger happy over there. <laughs> Calm yourself. Big piece of butter? What's just what's the butter. name? We're gonna have to give it to you now because old scoremaster's just going crazy with a bell. Butter. 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 I got so excited because you went oh, on no. such a tear. As soon as I heard okay. the word, I hit the bell. Juice box. Incorrect. Really? Yes. Ju- this is wild. I don't know why they've given it the name they've given it. Beverage box. Beverage? There's an apple? There's an apple on the cover. What else do you drink out of a box with a bendy straw? Wine. But you, you could do wine, maybe, but I don't think... As, the, you did the, clarify with a straw. I don't know if people drink... This is wild to, to, to call it beverage box. I don't know why they did that. 
Is is this one? Is this an example you think where Apple got more specific than the name required? Yeah, but what else would? You, how else would you show beverage box? This is a this is a juice box. They made the right choice. Unicode chose a bonkers name. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you guys. Um, the the next one. So I looked at it. You're not getting this one, Federico. And my brain put together two ideas that are. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of creepy and unrelated to each other, but that's just how my brain works. It, to me, this looks like an, like an ash urn with a straw. Oh my gosh. That's very upsetting. <laughs> I don't yeah, know I don't why like would you drink out of that. Get a little sip of grandpa on the way out the door. <laughs> well, my God. I th- when we started this episode... You're going to be thirsty afterwards. I did not think Stephen was going to say the worst possible thing that could have occurred, but turns out he did. So there you go. Oh, my God. That's why they're next to each other. You take a little hit of that, and then you get some you gotta, beverage to you gotta, wash you, him down. You, you got to cleanse your... It's a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please give me your answer? Please, I would like your answer, Federico. Can I have your answer, please? I have no idea what it is. I don't know what to say. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's coconut with metal on top of it. Like a, that's what it looks like, right? It looks like a coconut. This is actually a mate. A what? Mate. It's spelt like mate, but it's mate, uh, I believe. It is a traditional South American caffeine-rich infused drink. It is the national beverage of Argentina and Uruguay um, and Paraguay, apparently. So it's not not grandpa. It's not grandpa. It's nothing to do. Well, grandpa could make them. Uh, Maybe they have a special recipe. but Not if he's dead. Okay. Score update. You did very well on this row. We are now at 15 mm-hmm. right, okay. okay, 17 wrong. Okay. Very close. Oof. Next one. Ice cube. Come on. Hmm. Tiny iceberg? <laughs> what is it? Getting colder. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about I'm not sure about the scoring on this. I think that this is Apple's mistake and we give it to him. Fr- frozen water cube. <laughs> I don't Stop. think anyone's made a You're mistake. Hurting yourself. I'm just not sure. No, it's too specific. No, Federico was too specific. This is less the actual naming is less specific. Ice? Yes, correct. There you go. I'm going to give it to you. Ice. Ice. That's what I was waiting to hear it. Kite. But again, how would you show it? They've done the right job. Yeah, I think. What do you, what, how do you show the word ice? Yeah. Kite. We're tied up. This one is an object. Good luck. Yeah. Nice knowing you. <laughs> to me, this looks like, like, a, like, a, like a ceramic boat with a, with a candle. Oh, it does look like a ceramic boat. Would a ceramic boat float? I don't know. We gotta ask Doctor Drang about it. Um, Is ceramic heavy? Yo, Doctor Drang, hit us up on Twitter. Well, I can't imagine why it wouldn't. Steel boats float. But yeah, but ceramic. Imagine a ceramic yeah. boat, though. But what? what is what? It, yeah. But why? What difference does it make? Because it's ceramic. You're not this, an is this this is some other kind of funerary thing? Is it? Um, is it some kind of candle that they use in some religion for something? I really need you to be more careful here. I really need okay. you to just rein this one uh, in a little bit. Celebratory candle. That is incorrect. Okay. We were looking for a dial lamp. What? 
It is an oil lamp used in the Indian subcontinent, mostly, most notably India and Nepal, usually made from clay with a cotton wick dipped in ghee or vegetable oil. Cool. Next one, axe. Correct. So the next one, I believe the name is international. In Italy, at least, we call him. We call it a yo-yo. Correct. This one's a banjo. Okay. Correct. Banjo. Okay, so this the the next one is the thing you. Well, this is the thing. We're tied now, and we have what ten oh left, God. and they are. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna be tricky for you, my friend. I think some of these. So. Okay. Good luck. Good luck, Federico. Okay. Thank you. Um. So this is why you used to go underwater. I'm not sure what the name of the, maybe you would call it a tube in English. Uh, this is a breathing mask and a breathing tube. I want to just say at this point, I want to give you, I want to give you a bit of assistance here. Uh huh. Apple have, I think, not only gone too far; they have miscategorized this emoji name with the with what they have chosen. I agree with you, Mike. This is a little off the mark. Yeah, they, they've 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 absolutely completely given something different. So much so that if you use this for what the emoji is called, you would die. So uh, <laughs> you keep going, Federico. So if they have categorized this as, what do you say in English when you when you in Italian we would call them subs, like when you go underwater. Uh, Scuba. Like scuba? Don't give him the words. It's a key word. Is it? Could be. But when you do scuba diving, you have mm-hmm. an oxygen tank. And if you were to just have this, you would die, which is what you said, because it doesn't... Sh- so this is a scuba mask. Incorrect. They call it diving mask. Diving mask. Which, again, if you went diving with this, you would die. This is a snorkeling mask. Yeah. Yes, this is snorkeling. They didn't need to include the snorkel. They just Diving mask Mm-mm. is the other part. I don't know why they included the snorkel. Not good. Not, not good. The next one is... A- the next one, I will say, out of all of them, the next one, I think the art is my favorite because of how mm-hmm. detailed mm-hmm. it is. Like, all the little pieces of it and mm-hmm. how tiny the guy is. Like, I just... This artwork cracks me up it's good and the, you know they've got the little holes in the thing right like they've they've really they've really made mm-hmm. a very specific emoji here. it's very detailed i can only assume that the person that created this emoji this is their hobby mm-hmm. i'm torn between two options okay i'm going with just parachute correct Ooh, i was gonna say parachuting person also this seems a little bit more abseilingy but i don't know like, I don't know if I would have, like, imagined a parachute that way, but, you know, you do you. Mm. Okay, last row. Last row. We are tied. Ooh. 20. That's fun. <laughs> 20. <laughs> okay, so this is the, this is a vest. And this is the type of vest that you put on in two instances, I suppose, either when you're doing road work or if you had an accident and you need to step out of your car, you would put on this vest to make sure that other cars would see you because it's got the reflection stripes thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Um, if there's a word for this object, I don't know it. So I'm just going to go ahead and say service vest. So close. What is it? It's a safety vest. Safety vest. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. High visibility, you know, mm. all that nonsense. 
I've seen this before. Uh, these are, and this is not my name, uh, the name that I'm picking. These are uh, ballerina shoes. Do they have a more specific name or did Apple call them ballerina shoes? Um, I know the specific name in Italian. Not in English. It's not going to help you here. It's not going to help me. Ballerina shoes. Hmm. Ballet shoes. Oof. I don't know if we can give him the point. We don't do second chance answers around here. It's the last row, Mike. But that's the point. This is like high stakes. I, I've said it right after. But that's not how this works. Okay, don't give me the point then. Okay, I resend the bell. But they are ballet shoes. They are not ballerina shoes, I'm afraid. Sorry, Federico. Okay, okay. We have to live by our rules. The, the, the rules are as prevalent in the Jeremy's as they are in the Ricky's. What's the next one? Is this, are these like... You're, you're not going to be able to guess this unless you know the name for it. I don't know. I'm just going with orange vest. Okay, it is sorry. sorry. Yeah, that is the name of the I would have never done. I would yeah. never guess it. As you never know where unless you know it. You're not going to get it. I also so, have no yeah. idea what the next building is. Uh, You're not going to get this one either. This my looks friend. like I'm telling you this that looks right like now. Uh, like like uh, like uh, the picture of a building taken with the ultra wide camera because of the distortion. It does indeed look like um, that. <laughs> I don't, that's interesting. This is a I don't know, maybe a temple, maybe a government office, maybe a... I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm going with a temple. It is a Hindu temple. And I will tell you from doing some Googling, I think they have, in fact, decided to show it as if it was taken by an ultra-wide camera because all of the images I've found, they mostly tend, tend to be like pretty straight line buildings where this has got curved lines in it. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder if that was the look they were going for. But that is a Hindu temple, Federico. Okay. See, the, the next, the, this last row is in basically impossible. Um, so, it's a very difficult last row for you. What could, so, first glance, it looks like a golf cart. It does. But is it called a golf cart or a golf car? Or is it. Or is it even a golf cart? Is it even a golf. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's like one of those tourist carts if it was if it was a golf cart it would have had the space in the back to put your your uh, equipment mm. so this looks like a like like one of those little tiny cars that you would drive around rome as a tourist it's um it's a tourist cart it's not in fact well it is in fact a tourist cart, but that is not the name uh this is an auto rickshaw a what Auto rickshaw. I don't know why it has auto in it. I thought they were just called rickshaws, but... No, because rickshaws are typically human-powered. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. so... Mechanical mm-hmm. rickshaw. I'm, I'm losing, so I'm losing at this point, so... You, you, you are, and uh, but I feel like you can, you can close out strong with the last three. You've got this. Stethoscope? <laughs> Correct. Razor? Correct. What is this? A drop of sauce? What is this? Um, blood. A drop of blood. Um. Correct. I'm just going to give you a drop of blood. It would have been a drop of sauce if we were looking at the vampire emoji right. next, I guess. But drop of blood. So, out of the 48 total, Stephen, what is our final score? How many correct did Federico get? 23. Oh, nice. That's oh. my favorite number. There it is. 
and 25 wrong. <sighs> very Almost good. There. So you lost this year. I lost. By, only by two. Yeah. Very, very strong. Beaten by the emoji. Mm-hmm. I also like how the razor seems, it It look, to me looks just like the Harry's razor. Like, is that an, a sponsored, emo- hashtag sponsor emoji? Harry's is going to use that everywhere in their advertising. They will 100% use that everywhere, yeah. It went pretty well. Some some really some really good highlights from from the fourth row, <laughs> um, the the food one uh, that that was one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, some names are really challenging this time around, uh, especially. You know, you're saying about sponsored emoji. I saw this a couple of days ago. Do you know that this is actually a thing, like that companies try and do, and so some some of them have been successful in. There's a pickup truck emoji that's coming in. I think emoji 12.1, emoji 13, like the next set. Yeah, next year. I've complained to Jeremy about the lack of a pickup truck emoji. I feel like I've been uh, singled out. Well, that It's coming. And it was put forward by, you know, the proposal was made and all that kind of stuff, right? Like that is how things usually go. Right. But Ford was behind it secretly. Yeah. And then made an ad talking about how proud they were of themselves that they snuck this emoji in, which I mean that's basically what Mark did with the yoga emoji, you know. I have an emoji. Oh, I'm going to actually make a podcast about it. Right, but he doesn't necessarily stand to gain so significantly. So maybe in fact Harry's did go for this. We don't know. No one can know. Well, unless they know. make an ad like Ford did. No one can there's no way of finding out. There's no way of of emailing them. Or just looking up the probably public documentation about the proposal. That's a lot of work. It does seem like a lot of work, right? Good job, Federico. This this lived up to my memory of it from last year. It's the second annual Jeremy's that we've done. What will the tattoo be this time? Well, I'm torn between Grandpa and the Kiwi meatballs. So we'll see. Kiwi meatballs. <laughs> Kiwi meatballs. If we ever make a band, the three of us... I want to call it Kiwi Meatballs. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. So next, Mike, you're going to tell us about your folding phone. I am. But I want to tell you about our third and final sponsor, Hover. When you have that one big idea, where do you go? For a lot of people, Hover is that first step because a business starts with a domain name. And Hover has over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. So no matter what you're building, there's a domain name waiting for it. And they have excellent technical support to answer any questions you may have. They're dedicated to getting you online, not upselling you. Hover has free who is privacy so the bad guys don't get your info. They have a clean UX and UI going through their tools. And they have monthly sales on popular top-level domains. So it's easy to see why Hover is the popular choice for people starting businesses. All of my domains are at Hover, anytime I'm working on a new project, that's where I go first. They have this great search tool, so you can plug in just your keywords or the words you're thinking about, and it will suggest domains to you. Uh, It makes it really easy to get started. And we all like intuitive user experiences and things that just work straight out of the box, so you'll appreciate Hover. It's simple and clean, easy to navigate. They're not shoving things in your way when you're just trying to buy a domain name. So start using it today. Go to hover.com slash connected and get a 10% discount on all new purchases. That URL one more time is hover.com slash connected for 10% off on new purchases. Make a name for yourself with Hover. Our thanks to Hover for their support of this show and Relay FM. So my time has come after months and months of waiting. I think since April was when I hoped I would get my hands on a Galaxy Fold. But of course, there were a bunch of problems with the original version. 
Uh, I now have have a Galaxy Fold. Both of you believed that I would not receive the Fold that I had ordered from the Samsung store, but they called me, and I went in to pick it up. I've been using it now for the best part of a week, and I have some thoughts that I want to share uh, with you all. And then also, uh, I have some listener questions as well. I've been soliciting questions from people to try and understand what people want to know about this device. And uh, I will also would love, as we go through this, any questions you two have, I would love to answer them. But I want to talk about some key areas about this device. I think really I have to start with the hardware, right? Because that's what everybody cares about. People don't necessarily care about One UI, which is Samsung's software on this phone, because that with some changes, of course, here, but mostly exists in other places. But this is the only folding phone that exists that folds the way that this phone does. So in on itself, what is known in origami terms as a valley fold, right? So there is a screen inside the package as opposed to on the outside. And I will tell you without a shadow of a doubt, this feels like one of the most futuristic pieces of technology that I've ever used because I have never used anything like this. Technology right now doesn't exist in other places. Like, there are no other folding screens that you can get your hands on, right? Like that's not a thing that exists. So this feels like something that is brand new in that regard. Kind of, to me, like how touchscreens felt new when I first got my hands on a good touchscreen device. And also, this hardware feels very premium. Uh, the hinge is incredibly solid. It has more of a spring to it than I'd imagined. This was actually one of the things that Samsung worked on during that period of time. They made the hinge uh, kind of better. Uh, I've been watching some of the original reviews that people were giving in kind of in, in preparation for this, and it, definitely the hinge changed. Uh, I can open this phone with one hand with no real problem, uh, and I find it incredibly satisfying to open and close. It is effectively the most expensive fidget toy that I own uh, in that regard because I find myself playing with it a lot, <laughs> and it's very satisfying to close. That is just a very nice feeling when you close this phone. Um, it reminds me of flip phones. Does it sort of snap shut like after a certain point it wants to pull together? Uh, yeah, it has magnets in it, which brings it closed. Yeah, so I can actually pick up, up metal items from my desk with this. Chip, okay, so it actually is pulling is together. Um, cool. I got the silver version. Originally, Samsung had lots of really exciting colors for this phone. They were doing like a gold and a blue. They ended up just shipping black and silver. And it's only the back plate. So if I had it opened and looked at the back of it, the left side is silver, the right side is black because it has the touchscreen on the front, right? Um, but even the silver version, it has this kind of like bluey hue to it. Like, a, you know, like all these Android phones these days have these like weird mm -hmm. and wonderful color effects in lights. They've done that with this phone, which I'm excited about because I love the way those phones look. But it is an absolute fingerprint magnet, more than any device I've ever used. It looks like the fingerprints, like I've been handling flour and touching my phone. It's so strange. But like, it doesn't matter what I do, this thing just gets covered in fingerprints. So that's just the way it is. Um, the Fold, the Galaxy Fold, is 276 grams. To put it into perspective, the 11 Pro Max is 225. So it is significantly heavier. Um, like if you place it against an iPhone, you put one in each hand, you can really feel the difference. But I only really feel the weight when the Fold is closed. Uh, when it is open, it's much more dispersed, right? So you don't feel it in the same way. Plus, when it's open, 
by and large, you're holding it in two hands or you're using one hand completely to support it, which kind of dissipates the weight a little bit. Um, when it is closed, I really love the way it feels in my hand. Like it's very comfortable because you kind of hold it very differently. You you hold it like with your entire fist around it, right? Like if you're just carrying it, um, it's a very different feeling. Like I don't feel like I hold it like it's a smartphone a lot of the time. Like I kind of hold it like a baton or like a remote control or something. Like it's because of the shape. It is long uh, and thin compared to other phones when it's closed. So it's quite satisfying in that way. Um, it's, it's an it's a nicer screen. It's a nice kind of device to hold like that. And of course, when it's open, uh, it feel it's obviously much thinner when it's opened, um, and feels to hold kind of like how you would hold a Kindle. To be honest, like it's got that kind of feeling to it. You could hold it in one hand, but then you're only reading stuff. You can't use that hand to interact, but unless you have huge hands or you like hold a corner or whatever. Um, I've put a pop socket on mine, and the pop socket is perfect. Yes, it is perfect oh, was, for a box ask. device. <laughs> it's easier to hold and unfolded, and also if I I can then stand it up to watch videos in land in like a landscape orientation and just leave it standing there, which is something I love a lot actually uh, as a nice little video device. So it's great for that. Um, the screens. Let's talk about the screens, but we'll start with the least exciting, most disappointing screen, which is the front screen. It is 4.6 inches, which sounds good, except for the fact that it is incredibly narrow. So it's 4.6 inches diagonally. So it's way taller than it is um, than it is wide. It is incredibly hard to type on. Incredibly hard um, because the keyboard is really. St- shrunken right it's 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 a very very narrow keyboard the uses for it are pretty limited um i like it for checking notifications it's also an always on display which is useful right so there's always a clock there and i can see um notifications as in the icons that have no like of apps that have notifications it doesn't show the notifications themselves you have to unlock the device to do that um and I've heard it kind of uh, by uh, Dieter Bone said this, and I think he completely got it right. You kind of use this screen like you would use a smartwatch screen. Like you check quick things on it, but you're not going to work on a spreadsheet with it. Um, mm. My only real complaint about the hardware for this device is this screen. Um it is a complete trade-off, and is a, it's a real shame. If they would have been able to make this more edge-to-edge, it would have been a much more satisfying experience. Um, I think they're going to struggle with this. Like To make it like really useful, you would probably have to make the fold bigger in general. Um, so I, I think this is the thing that they're going to struggle with, but I want to see them improve that because this screen is, is kind of disappointing, really. Um, you know, maybe they could lean into not making it like a smaller phone. Maybe they try and make it more like a smartwatch, right? Like maybe a different UI for the front screen to make it a bit more useful. I don't know. But trying to squeeze the entire phone down into this form factor is a bit of a miss. Um, And it is useful because I don't want to have to unlock the, and like I don't want to have to like open up the phone every single time. And it does let me deal with quick interactions to things but you can't really get a lot done on it. Um, so I, really, my biggest problem is the keyboard. Uh, if they found a way to change that, if they found a way to make that better in some way, I would be much happier. Um, something I haven't really tried is like to try and use it in landscape 
to get a better keyboard, but then the keyboard I'm assuming is probably going to cover the... In- it doesn't work in landscape, so there you go. I uh, just, just found that out. The apps do not rotate on this phone, probably because then you would only have a keyboard. You'd have nothing else. It wouldn't be great. Um, but, you know, it, it is there, and it is useful in that regard, but really the, the big show is the main screen, right? The big square screen inside. It's 7.3 inches diagonally. Um, and is mostly a square. It's not completely equal. It's more rectangular, but it, it feels squarish. And it is a wonderful canvas for content. Um, I've always loved bigger screens on my devices, and this definitely ticks that box. Uh, it is great for basically every use I've had for it because it's a bigger screen, and I love bigger screens. So I get more content all the time when using this, right? I get more content than any other phone and similar to some tablet experiences because uh, Samsung has built some stuff in where I can, as I tend to do, I can have tiny fonts and I can make the screen show me more content, right? Like I can, I have like tabs in Chrome that are visible on this device, right? Like it's a tiny tablet. It's really great for that. So I'm very happy about that experience. Um, One thing which is super weird about this device, and I looked into it to find out why, sometimes when I'm scrolling, it looks like there's like a weird effect. And what what I thought was going on, I thought it was that OLED thing, right? You know, like when you scroll and you see the OLED and the black text jiggles or whatever? Yeah, we spoke about that last week. Federico said no one can notice that. Yeah, it's true. It's not that. See? See? That's what I thought it was, but it is not that. Screens have screen controllers in them. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the job of a screen controller is, but it helps with the scrolling. Um, but because yeah, it's, a, it's like a traffic cop for pixels. That's ex- yes. You go over here. I, I like that. You light up here. That's really good. Thank you very much for that. Because this is effectively such a wide screen, they had to put it on the side rather than on the top or bottom, which is usual for smartphones. <laughs> so what that means sometimes <laughs> is the left-hand side of the phone when scrolling content ever so slightly ahead of the right-hand side. Oh, no. So if you're scrolling quickly, it can kind of look like the content is sliding diagonally a little bit. Now, this is a very small thing. When I describe it, it sounds much more than it is. It's something you just get used to, but you can see... I was going to say, can you can you unsee it, or is it like ruined forever? I see it sometimes, not all the time. So I don't know if it's worse sometimes mm. than others. I don't know if like it's maybe a speed thing, but it's definitely there uh, and you just have to deal with it. The real thing is it doesn't actually change. It doesn't make the phone any less usable because like you're not reading content when you're scrolling, right? You're scrolling to get through it. So it's really honestly just like a nitpicky thing in a way because it doesn't affect the usability of the device at all. It's just like a, Ugh, I wish you didn't do that. There are many biometric options for this device because it is an Android device. There is a fingerprint reader on the side. Uh, Weirdly, by default, it does not act as a lock screen button because it's not a button. There is a a lock-unlock kind of button above it. So by default, you have to hit the lock-unlock button and then authenticate with your finger on the fingerprint reader. Super weird. You can change this in the settings to just when you use the fingerprint reader, the screen unlocks. I do not know why that's not the default, but it isn't. Uh, But I'm using the facial recognition uh, as well. So, because that's what I'm used to. Uh, I'm not used to using a fingerprint reader anymore. So I kept forgetting to unlock my phone and I was very confused when looking at it. So I'm using the, uh, the, the 
facial recognition. What's kind of cool, because there are six cameras on the Galaxy Fold, the facial recognition works on both the front and the inside <laughs> screens because there's cameras for both, right? Uh, what I do like, and this is, uh, this is interesting to me, is changing some of my opinions. When the facial recognition fails, I have another option that isn't inputting my PIN, and it's to use my fingerprint. Right. And it makes me feel like I want that on the iPhone. Sorry to say, everybody, I have now become one of those people that will quite like to have both. It's it's better. Like facial recognition is, uh, it makes the, the it makes the interaction feel flawless, right? You're looking at your phone and it unlocks, but it doesn't always work. And when it doesn't work, putting in a pin is frustrating. But just touching my thumb to the fingerprint reader, which is a very quick fingerprint reader, that solves the problem and i love that so i would really love that if they could do that so that's what i would love to see in my iphone i like it here a lot um ultimately i am convinced that samsung are on the right track for foldable phones considering all the problems that have occurred with the screen itself right the plastic screen if this screen folded out like the huawei device i would be terrified to use it i would not want to put it down anywhere because i'll be scared of scratching or denting the device having the less strong screen fold inside and be protected by glass and metal that is the way to go with these devices until we can get actually i I can't imagine any other way right because even if it was glass on the outside i wouldn't want to put it down because of fear of scratching it i scratched the glass on my iphone i've done that in the past if the whole screen was glass i wouldn't want to ever put it down so I am convinced that this is the right form factor, but they've got work to do to make it perfect. Um, you'll notice I haven't really spoken about the uh, plastic screen. Yeah. Because that? it is not an issue. It's not an issue. It is an absolute non-issue for me. Like, it doesn't feel... I wouldn't be concerned about this phone if people if there hadn't been problems. It does not feel... So many of the questions that I've gotten about this are people talking like, oh, are you being careful with it? No, and I don't feel like I need to. Like, I am not babying this device. It does not give me the impression that it should be babied. It feels well put together. Now, the many, many, many warnings in the packaging make me feel like I just need to be careful with my fingernails when using this device because you can put dents in it but my point is not that it isn't fragile is that it doesn't feel fragile so i've been perfectly happy when using it and plastic feels as good as glass like you could give this to me and i wouldn't know it was a plastic screen it feels fine right yes there is a uh, a crease in it but you do not see the crease when you're using it because you're using it right like you it's all lit up it looks great you don't notice the crease you can feel it sometimes when you run your hand across it but i don't it's just not a problem for me. Like, I don't feel like that is a problem by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the, the crease is a non-issue. And if you don't like it, or if you do have problems with it, any, like, oh, that looks kind of strange, or that feels kind of weird, that is completely negated by how fantastic it is to be using a foldable phone. If that is the compromise, I do not care about the compromise. Because I love the form factor. I love being able to take a smaller device and make it a bigger device. Like, this feels like a tiny tablet computer that I have, which I can fold away and put somewhere. Like, that form factor is absolutely fantastic. 
And if my only trade-off is that I can sometimes feel a hint, like a, a, a little bump in the middle, I'll take that. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't affect my usability of this device in any way. Nor does this feel like a device that I'm scared to use. So that's my overall feelings on the hardware. I have the most to say about the hardware, naturally, but I do have some other bits that I wanted to touch on um, because the app experience is important. And, you know, one of the nicest... One of the initial, initially nicest applications and uses of the, the square screen was Instagram because they have filled the screen. So it looks great for posts because you see the whole post and you get one at a time and it's great. Nice square screen, square Instagram posts, awesome. But Instagram really dropped the ball on stories. Uh, Instagram stories are cropped to square. That's fine for a vertical format. So it kind of completely ruins it. And here's a funnier thing. If I take a photo, post it to Instagram stories, that is also cropped to square. <laughs> it will not do the rectangle uh, 9x16. Will not do it. Uh, can't see them. Can't post them. Uh, I can use. I can see Instagram stories better on the outside screen because it's more... Uh, it's, it's taller. But the inside screen doesn't work and it's kind of frustrating as well for a reason that i don't understand uh the instagram app does not allow for split screen multitasking on this device it is the only application that i have not been able to use split screen multitasking with like it has been purposely disabled uh i feel like i'm never going to get the update that fixes the stories problem because they would have done it by now so that is that very frustrating by and large though because this is android every single app that I have used has been optimized for this display size. Nobody probably had to do that much to get it to work, right? Because Android is built to be more adaptable to different screen sizes because there are so many screen sizes. So every single app that I've used fills the whole display, does a good job of it, um, and I'm very happy with that. Uh, multitasking is wild on this device. Uh, so with the exception of Instagram, every single app that I've used allows for some form of multitasking. And the way this device does multitasking is the most complete version of multitasking on a touchscreen device that I've ever used because it does literally everything. I would argue maybe a little too much in some places, but it does it. So when you have an app open, you can pull in from the side to get an app picker and you have a list of recent apps, like five or six recent apps. Or you can hit a button and bring up your entire app drawer to pick whatever app you want from the system to bring into multitasking. Uh, when you initially bring an app in, it goes into split screen. So you've got one on the left, one on the right, and it's adjustable. So you can adjust how big you want each app to be, right? But you can then drag in a third application, which will then on the right-hand side split the uh, like the second side into two panes. So on the left, you have one that takes the full uh, height of the display and then two applications that take the height and split it into halves. So you end up with three applications and you can resize them again right so you can change the sizing that you want you can then continue to bring in i believe another up to eight applications that can be floating windows on top of these three this device has 12 gigabytes of ram inside of it and it that's how it decides to use them uh, the amount of floating windows that you can bring in is too many. Nobody needs to have that many because the device cannot cope unless it starts overlapping them, right? Everything's overlapping. But yeah, the idea of some of the things that you can then do when these apps are either floating or in multitasking is kind of unbelievable. So 
It has a little pill indicator like iOS does, right, on the very top when you're in so you can drag you can drag them around using that pill indicator, but if you tap on it, you get a bunch of options. So you can these are the amount of things that you can do. You get a bunch of buttons that pop up. You can expand the application from a floating window to take one of the split screen positions, so it becomes one of the three. You can change the opacity of a window. So you can have a floating window that you can see through. Uh, you can take that application and jump it to one of the uh, full split screen views. So it'll either take the left one or will knock the other two out and be on the split screen. Uh, you can shrink it to a minimized icon that floats on the screen that you can then tap at will to bring back to a floating window. Or you can close That's it. That's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. And also every uh, floating window can be adjust freeform in size. So you can change the size. So, so, so I have my complaints about how iPad multitasking works, and I feel like it's non-discoverable in a bunch of areas. But this seems there is maybe too to much. Me. But I like too much more than not enough. I don't have to use all these features, but if I just use one of them, it's more than iOS gives me. Like the floating window idea, only works in some very limited places. But I still have that option here. Being able to use three apps at once, I want to be able to do that on iOS, and I cannot. Um, YouTube has picture-in-picture on this device, which is something I would desperately want on iOS, but can't have. So I can watch picture-in-picture video. The the, The way this device does multitasking allows me to do more and I have done act more work, been able to do work on this device better than I can on my iPhone. Like for example, I was responding to an email while checking a PDF on Dropbox and grabbing stats from a web from a web page. I can't do that type of stuff on my iPhone, right? But I can do it on this device because I can have so many apps open at once. On my iPhone I'm jumping from device from window to window or app to app. Yeah. So well you know what they say, you can't get real work done on a non foldable That phone. is true. <laughs> It's very true. The multitasking is crazy, the amount that you can do. But as I said, I like having all of these options. I don't have to use them all, though, right? But I like that they're there. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Um, And I like being able to have it. I also like how everything just works, which is a crazy thing to say about Android. But it does. Like, all of these apps just work. Like, the developers didn't need to do anything, I don't think, to get this to work. Because otherwise it wouldn't, because nobody would do all of that work just for this one device. So I really like the way the multitasking stuff works, even though, as I say, it's a little uh, a little aggressive maybe in places. Cameras are really good, uh, but they're old now. Uh, this is the cameras that you find in the Galaxy 10, right? The the 10 I think it's called, yeah. right? Gal- Last year's phone. Yeah, or like Galaxy earlier S10. this year's phone, like March's phone, right? The Note has better cameras in it. Camera quality is very good, but it is not iPhone 11 quality, but better than the XS. Um, using the full screen, the full open screen as a viewfinder is really nice, but it's not convenient for capturing a quick photo. Because you got to open it, <laughs> right? Like Exactly. And the small screen is too small. So it's not ideal for quick pictures, but I would get by... Right, but I do really like using the full viewfinder and the big screen to take photos. It's like a really nice experience. You can also uh, add multiple um, shutter buttons. You can put them anywhere on the screen. 
Android, man. It's a wonderful place. You can do some wild stuff. I can have as many shutter buttons as I want, and I can put them anywhere. And I guess the idea for that is so there's always one that you can that you can hit no matter how you're holding the device. So it's kind of cool. There are six cameras on this device. There are three on the back. Uh, there's one on the front and yeah, two on the insane. inside. <laughs> the, what I like about that is six is too many, but it is the amount that you need if you're going to build the device this way. Because everybody wants a selfie camera, and if I'm doing facial recognition, they need it on the front screen, right? They also need them on the inside screen for the same reason, and then you want the three on the back. So they have like the ultra-wide, the wide, and a telephoto. This device has that weird aperture-changing thing that the Galaxy phones have. Remember that? Is, is it where like one of the... Is it like the, the actual aperture... M- is changing with a motor inside the device. I hear that sometimes. Very strange. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, this uh, I have yet to work out exactly what that does, um, but I'm. I, it's cool that it's there. These cameras are amazing, but then the iPhone 11 happened. Right. Right. I've been doing some tests. They're close, but I prefer the iPhone's images. I've been doing like blind tests on myself and like up just taking photos of the same thing, uploading them to a Dropbox folder and choosing which I like the most. And I always like the iPhones the most, but these cameras are really good. This is a basically $2,000 device. In the box, you get wireless earbuds. The Galaxy Buds are included, which is great because they should be. How are those? They sound good? They sound great because they go inside the ear. And they're comfortable. So better, they sound better than AirPods, you think? Um, they can do, I think. They sound good. I mean, I'm not, I don't consider myself to have the ears to test that type of stuff, you know, like what sounds better. But they do sound really good, and they have isolation. Where they do beat the AirPods is that the outside of them have touchpads. So uh, you don't need to tap to change an uh, accelerometer. You just need to tap it very lightly to pause. I don't need to hit it, right? You can also assign more actions, single tap, double tap, triple tap, and hold on the touchpad. I like that because those are just like the way you would have used one of the inline monitors, right? Double tap to skip, triple tap to go back, that kind of thing. And it has the inductive charging to charge the uh, the Galaxy Buds case. But what I didn't know is that you actually have to activate this in the software. So I have to pull down the notification shade and hit a button for it to work. It doesn't work automatically. You have to turn it on, which feels less cool as a thing. So close to being magical. Yeah. Uh, Super quick, Samsung put a bunch of weird stuff. Their AR emoji is absolutely horrifying. It's really jittery, terrible, and uncanny valley, and I hate it. Uh, One Samsung thing that I do like is that the charging screen, uh, it tells me, um, how long it's going to take for the phone to charge, to be fully charged, which I like a lot. Kind of big picture, this device has a quality to it that I can't explain, but can't. it like feels like it can't be denied. I want to use it all the time. I want to explore it. I want to see what I can do with it. It feels like a exciting and tiny computer, like more than a phone, but a, like it's kind of feel, it just feels like a tiny tablet that I can fold and put in my pocket. That's what it feels like. That's what it is. And that makes this form factor incredibly exciting to me. Like for future products like the Microsoft Duo as well, like I am only more excited for this form factor than I was before because there are genuine, exciting, real-world uses for a device like this. I'm very keen to see 
what the larger screen device, right, the Microsoft Duo is like, what the 360-degree hinge does for it. Like, I'm excited for all of that kind of stuff. Um, I will say I was very conscious about using this device outside of the house. <laughs> it was like the original iPhone, right? Like, you feel like in using it, you're drawing attention to yourself. Um, so I feel kind of weird about that. I keep wanting to play with this. I keep wanting to find new things to do with it. Like, as I stand right now, I mean, we'll see how I am in a couple of weeks. It feels like a device that I want to keep in my rotation of devices, like to have around the home to pick up and do something with because really? it hmm. it is a great form factor. It's like why you would want an iPad mini, right? But imagine if the iPad mini could be folded up and put in your pocket. Like that's what this is. Like I love it. Um, and also, just because of the way the world works now, pretty much every app I use is on Android. Like, the only thing I'm missing is Apple Notes. Like, that's it. Everything else has web services to it. iMessage. Right, but I mean, like, to get my work done. I don't get work done in iMessage. It all happens in Slack, right? Slack is here to do us Google Docs, Google Sheets. They're all on this device, right? Dropbox, 1Password. It's all here. So I can use all of the apps and services that I use on other devices on this one. And it works great. Apple Music is even on it, right? Yeah. I, I had that realization when I bought my Pixel 3a, which I used kind of like a, you're using this around the house for a while. It's like, oh, almost everything I do is here. And and honestly, I think I think there are a lot of people sort of in our circles that maybe tried Android in the distant past and would be surprised how good it is now. Like they have done so much work and yes, there's still like a level of polish that's only available on iOS. And yes, the app ecosystem is richer on iOS. But Android is, should not be laughed off by Apple people because it is it is shockingly good in places. Yeah. Plus, Samsung's version of Android is really nicely designed now. Like, it's very clean. It's, it's called One UI now. And this was like after Google said to them, hey, rein it in. Is it the one with the, with the UI at the bottom uh, to facilitate one-handed interactions yes that's one of the features of one ui that they shifted a lot of the stuff down yeah big banners and most of the tappable uis towards the bottom of the screen um does it actually help yeah it's nice i mean i mean that is a thing that is there for sure right like i'm not like i mean it's, it's kind of different for this device because you you don't really use it with one hand right because it's super difficult to do that right um but more of what I'm saying is overall, this UI feels way closer to stock Android now. It it just feels like a very nicely designed version of Android. Like, I don't have complaints of it that way. I don't know what software updates are going to be like. I don't know how that works now. I'm not, I haven't been in that world for a while. But ultimately, the Galaxy Fold is a device that I have waited a long time for. And now having used it for a week, I am convinced it was a product that was worth waiting for for me. Like, I love it. I hope that I would. I have absolutely no regrets. So I wanted to answer listener questions. We do not have time for that today because it's been a very long episode. <laughs> Keep sending them in to me. Maybe I can steal some time in a later episode. You can just tweet them to me. But there was one question where it was going to be what I was going to kind of end all this on, which from Jen. She said, would you spend this money again? Yes, I would. I love this thing. So... That's what I have to say on the Galaxy hmm. Fold for now. I'm glad you like it. it. It does sound like it is a much nicer device than I think the early reviews kind of let on. I'm not, we've talked about this offline, I'm not sold on the foldable thing being the future. In fact, I, I honestly don't think it is, but uh, I'm glad people are experimenting with it. And it may be, become a subset 
of what some people want, but I don't think it's going to be mainstream. Uh, not yet. They've got a long way to go for mainstream. But I think this is uh, because it's the price and the complexity. But I still think foldable devices that have multiple screens, changing form factors, I still think that's the future. But we've got a ways to go. We'll find out who's right at some point. That was a really good description, Mike. I've been, I've been, I'm really fascinated by like the the, the way that you described all the different ways to bring bring apps into multitasking and you sent us some screenshots and videos and i found that really fascinating and i hope that you know listeners maybe following the conversation can can have some sort of way to visualize what you mean because it it truly is something so wildly different from ipad os on a smaller device and that's the that's the thing that i really find interesting of like it's not a tablet but it's got more options so that i, I think that is wild Op- opacity changes and flowing windows. That's I mean, without- <laughs> some of them are a little too much. No, but, but otherwise, like- when you're doing it, though, it's like, yeah, you know yeah. what? Like, I was just like mindlessly watching a YouTube video. I might as well decrease the opacity. Like, why mm. not? Like, it's it's bonkers. It is unrestrained design, <laughs> but sometimes exciting things come out of that. So, and I th- and I think this is exciting. It's much more desktop-like than the iPad. Definitely. They've tried to do that, right? Like, and in, in, in it's too limited success in places, but they have definitely tried to focus on let's recreate a multitasking system which feels like a desktop rather than let's try and start from a phone, which is probably more what Apple did. And the fact that all of this works and works well tells me that there is a long way to go that for Apple to continue improving multitasking on iPad. Because there is absolutely no reason why I shouldn't be able to have three or four applications open at once if this device does it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you. If you want to find links to stuff we spoke about, they're over uh, in the show notes in your podcast app of choice or on the web at relay.fm slash connected slash 265. While you're there, you can send us an email with feedback or follow-up, or you can do that on Twitter. You can find Mike on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E. Mike is the co-host of a bunch of other shows here on Relay, so go check those out. You can find Federico on Twitter at Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. He is the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net, and he is now free to go read his own emoji coverage, so you can go do that. Finally. It's been it's been 85 years since. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find me on Twitter, uh, I'm there as ISMH, and you can find my other work at 512pixels.net. I think our sponsors this week, Squarespace, FreshBooks, and Hover. And until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Adios.